What's up guys? Do you need an MBA to manage your finances? Do you need two hours to work out every day? Do you have to be the best dad in the world? Find out in this video of the Strong Family Money Show. Here we go. What's up guys? My name is Andres. This is the Strong Family Money Show where we help men improve their fitness, their finances, and their families so they can become better fathers um, by sharing my experience in improving all three of those areas. Uh, if you do me a favor and visit our sponsor, FreshCoffee805.com, delivering and shipping freshly roasted coffee to you direct to your doorstep. If you visit them without them, we couldn't do this show. Anyway, back to the episode. Today? What's up guys, Andres here from the Strong Family Money Show. Thanks for coming back. Hey, before we get started, please subscribe and share this channel with uh, people you know who will benefit from its contents. Uh, in this video, I'm gonna show you and tell you why you don't need an MBA to manage your own money. Before we get started, visit my website. There'll be a link in the description below. You can get a free ebook on, uh, it's called Life Compass. This is tips that I use to improve my life in lots of different ways, change a lot of things that I didn't like about myself and what I was doing. Now I'm sharing it with uh, you guys. So please uh, visit the website, get the download, or if you prefer, I'm gonna also upload it here pretty soon to Amazon so you can get it there too. But the upload will be free. The Amazon will probably be some nominal fee. You don't need an MBA to manage your own money. Okay, my wife and I used to hire or hired somebody or had somebody manage our like investments and stuff like that. We found that it was just costing us money to do so. But now we're of the opinion that you don't need someone to do that. All you need to do is invest some time in learning things for yourself. It really isn't as hard as everyone makes it out to be. You know, you really only need to learn how to use a spreadsheet and it could be on paper or it could be uh, online, Google Sheets, or Excel. That's really all you need to know in order to keep track of what's happening with your money. You know, it does need a little studying. You do need to know about your investments and where your money is going. And, but in the long run, doing it that way will not only save you money, but it will also make you feel better about the investments that you are doing. And you'll be able to make better investments because you'll have to do your own research and you care yourself about what you're doing with your money. Because what we found is if we have someone else do it for us, it's really invisible to us and we don't really f make any decisions on our own. And it, it really doesn't, it isn't real. It's kind of like when you only use your credit card to do your transactions, like go to buy things and groceries and stuff. If you do it that way, it really doesn't feel real. But if you use cash, if you see what's actually happening, then you'll make better decisions. Now you may need help from others and that's okay. But in the long run, you may find out that you're good at it. If you're you know, not good at it now, you'll get better at it. You might find out that you like it and you might get inspired to do other things like bigger moves with your money that make you a lot more money in the long run. So that's it guys. You don't need an MBA to handle your own money. So do you need two hours to work out in the gym? Stick around and I'll tell you whether I think so or not. So I've been working out for a while. You know, everyone, everyone in the beginning is afraid of intensity. They think that you have to be a diehard gym goer and you have to spend uh, hours and hours at the gym to uh, accomplish your goals. They think you have to be there, you know, for three or four hours and lift, use every machine in the gym. That is 
really not the case. It isn't really about time in the gym. You can get a lot done if you focus on intensity or work done in a short period of time. I mentioned in, in a previous video that as a beginner, all you should really be worried about is making it to the gym on a consistent basis, regardless of how much time you really spend in the gym. Um, before I mentioned that you should just make it a habit. So show up to the gym, hop on the treadmill, right? Show up to the gym, rock, rock around on the gym floor, you know, do a couple of sets of something, just enough to get you going, get you comfortable with what's going on. Just work on being consistent when you're a beginner. If you're on the intermediate or, or advanced end, you know, there are people that enjoy going to the gym for the sake of going to the gym. Those people tend to spend a lot more time there and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if, if I, depending on what I have going on for the day, you know, today is Sunday. Most Sundays, I really have nothing to do in the morning time. You know, everyone gets going around, um, you know, eight o'clock in the morning. So if I get to the gym at six, you know, I have quite a bit of time to, you know, a lollygag and and uh, mess around at the gym. And this morning, New Year, my wife started to get her fitness in order. Uh, so she needs time in the morning to work out before everyone gets going. So I had to make it back in a certain amount of time, right? So, and during the week, I don't have a lot of time to spend in the gym because I have to get on the road by seven and get to work by 7.30. So I get to the gym 5.30, six o'clock sometimes. I gotta make it work because I don't have hours and hours to spend in the gym. What you need to focus on is intensity in the shortest amount of time you can be there, right? If you're the type of person that just doesn't wanna hang out there and be there for hours and hours. So there are a few methods you can use, right? There are Tabata workouts, which are seven minute, eight minute bouts of work with kind of like an intense phase and a work rest phase. So it's like 20 seconds on and 10 seconds off for eight rounds. So you can do something like that, right? So it's very short but intense. You can do sprints, right? You get to the gym, you hop on the treadmill, you do a little warm up, and then you do like 10, 15 sprints, do a little cool down, and you can be done for the day. There's, you know, barbell complexes, right? You get a barbell and you do a list, seven to 10 exercises in a row for a certain number of sets and you do that three or four times and you can be done half an hour. So, you know, you do, you know, if you're the kind of person that doesn't want to spend lots of time in the gym, you just want to do enough that you feel that you've accomplished something, you've done some kind of work, you feel that you've done some kind of work, you're in and out of the gym, half an hour, 45 minutes, right? And this is, so everyone hates on CrossFit for, you know, some reason, CrossFitters love it. So you're, you're in kind of either or camp. Like most things, I'm right down the middle, right? There are good things about it and there are bad things about it. One of the good things about it is they are very keen on intensity and getting as much work. And what, what I mean by work is energy used, right? Calories spent. And that's usually, they usually focus on intensity. So short bouts of high intense work. So, I mean, if if you are, are able to get into a good CrossFit gym that has good coaching and good onboarding and good ramp up. They are a little pricey, but they do offer a lot of coaching. If you're someone that needs to be guided through whatever they're doing and don't have a lot of time, I mean, a, a full CrossFit class, I think from when you get there, warm up to cool down is, you know, under an hour. They focus on every facet of fitness, right? In, and they actually plan for the long term. It isn't really like, we're gonna make you a, a bodybuilder. No, they wanna make you be able to run and jump and throw and lift, but again, when the good thing is, is they have intensity and coaching, the bad thing is, 
you know, anyone can open up a CrossFit box and say they're a CrossFit gym and really not be a really good coach, but that's a different video. So you want to do as much work in the shortest amount of time where you feel you've done accomplish something towards your fitness you really want to focus on making it a habit over time so if you're able to consistently go five six seven days a week to the gym you know this is if you you know don't want so if you want to spend a couple hours in the gym three four days a week if you really work out for those you know two three hours then you know three to four days a week is probably good to over the long term accomplish whatever fitness goal you you have if you're a short interval time person you're only able to go half an hour to the gym then getting on a pro making a program getting on a program that has you go you know five six seven times a week to the gym half an hour of intense working out i mean if you're able to and the common thing be between both methods is consistency over a long period of time if you're able to string together weeks and weeks of doing that even if you go half an hour and do whatever, whatever you have planned, I mean, you will make progress towards your goal. So intensity, uh, short bouts, consistency, right? Those are probably the three takeaways from this video. So no, you probably don't need to go to the gym two to three hours a day. You probably can get away with going half an hour if you're able to string together multiple days over a long period of time. You'll be able to accomplish your uh, fitness goals. You don't got to be the best dad in the world. I'm going to tell you why. Number one, to start off, you don't have to be so hard on yourself. You know, we we all want to be the best at whatever we're doing. And if we're too hard on ourselves, it's actually counterproductive to what we're doing. Instead of being positive and, you know, talking ourselves up, we're always trying to find the things that we're doing wrong. And even if you're not doing it intentionally, constant negative self-talk is really counterproductive to what you want to do. Uh, so don't be, don't be so hard on yourself. As long as everything's coming from a place of love, right? Everything you're doing, and everything's gonna be okay, right? You're going to work, you're taking care of your kids, you're loving your spouse, you're, you have a roof over their head, you're putting clothes in their back and food in their belly. That's basically what being a dad's all about and that's all you need to really worry about. Uh, if you're trying to go above and beyond that and think that the other things are the important things, then your focus really isn't on what you really need to do to be a good dad for your, for your uh, kids and a uh, husband to your wife. So, you know, nobody just knows how to be a parent. When you when you become a parent, you know, everyone is brand new and everyone starts from zero, right? No one really knows. You're not just born, you know, with the ability to be a parent, right? And, you know, you know how to love a person, right? You know how to take care of a person. And, uh, you know, that's basically what a parent is. You're just, in, you know, you're doing it for someone who really needs you to do it for them, right? For your, your, your children and your style of parenting will change over time and it will not be the same child to child not to say that you should that you're treating children better or worse than others it's just how you interact with them and parent them is different based on their personality and how they respond and depending on the age of your children over time how you parent will change because of that uh, you're not going to be the same parent when you have a newborn as you are when you have a 16 17 year old kid in your home you know the way you interact with them and teach them and show them is going to be completely different so so don't try and be the same parent throughout the child's growing up because that's impossible to do you will get better over time because you will make mistakes and if you are conscious of the mistakes you make you'll be able to fix them and correct them and you'll be able to you know improve how you're doing your job all it takes is work and that's basically what anything takes that you want to get good at 
is work over time and improving on the work that you that you do so what you don't want to do is quit you don't want to give up one day and say man i can't take this anymore you know this isn't something that i'm made to do you know nobody is but you definitely don't want to just you know hang up your your hat one day and say you know that's it right i can't do this anymore because that's that's no help to your children you know at all your kids will be fine you know kids are resilient you know they they you know they they know that you're trying your best right they know that you're you have a job to do they understand that and as long as you're putting effort in they will as well so uh your kids are going to be okay you know, regardless if you think you're you're not as good a parent as you think you should be but you don't want to show them that you're scared you know like anything you want to make sure that you're putting out a an aura of confidence right that you know what you're doing because you want to have their trust if you don't have their trust you know they're not going to they're not going to follow you. They're not going to do what you want them to do. So basically the old saying, you got to fake it till you make it. So, you know, you start off, you're, you're an adult, right? You should have confidence and show that confidence towards your children. You've been through the same things that they've been through, right? Because we've all been children and you know how you've been parented. So you have an example to go off of. So don't waste your time being hard on yourself, saying that you're not the best parent or dad in the world. Only work on getting better at raising your kids, giving them what they need. They will show you what they want, how they want to be parented because you will see how they react to what you're doing. They'll be okay because they understand that you love them. And as long as everything that you're doing is coming from a place of love, everything's gonna be fine. Hey guys, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Go and visit my website, strongfamilymoney.com. You can then receive a free uh, ebook, my life compass book, with tips other than the ones I share on these videos, on tips that I use to improve my life and the life of my family. You can also send me an email from there. My email is andres at strongfamilymoney.com, but if you want to visit that site while you're there picking up the books, you can shoot me an email if you're looking to buy and sell or sell a home here in Ventura County. I'm a local real estate agent here and I'd like to help you either sell or buy your next home. You can contact me through my website as well. Also, follow me on social media. I'll have the links in the description of this video for my Facebook, my Instagram, and my Twitter. You can also follow me on LinkedIn as well. I'll have that link there also. Anyway, thanks for watching. Please like and subscribe to the video. Please share with your friends the information that I'm giving you here. I'd like to help as many people as I can. Again, thanks for watching, and I'll talk to you guys next time.